0: Eat shit and die, Ricky! Eat shit
1: and live, Bill.
0: People's eyes are gonna pop out of their damn skulls when they see this.
1: Listen, you little bitch. you hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish. Finger licking good. (laughs) What's up everyone? Welcome to the Horror Flicks and Guitar Picks Podcast. I'm your host Tim Trashmouth Mills. And today's episode is number 208 featuring the one and only Lynn Carmichael of Landmine Studios and the Upgrade Podcast, as well as the bands Born Tired and Fail You. Now before we dive into this week's episode, I just want to remind you guys that on October 25th, we'll be having Horror Movie Trivia Night once again at Keegan's Irish Pub, hosted by Stephen Coffin and I. And this time around, we'll be having a costume contest. As well as afterwards, we'll be hanging out and showing Halloween 1978 on all the TVs for everybody to enjoy. So make sure you come out for that. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates on that, as well as the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so the free way by just sharing it around or rating and subscribing wherever you're listening. Or you can sign up for the Patreon. That is $2 a month, but you'll get some stickers in the mail, a shout-out on a future episode, and a monthly bonus episode, which I'm kind of backed up on those right now, but I'll be catching up in the next month or so. So... Anyways, thank you guys again so much for listening and let's get to this week's episode. Glad to finally have you on the show, man. It's been a long time in the making for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. But yeah. my fault. <laughs> I thought it I thought it was in
1: your, your court and apparently it was in my court. <laughs> I'm stupid. It is what it is nah i do the uh sometimes i'll wake up in the middle like because I'll, I'll get responses late you know and stuff like i'll fall asleep right. early and get a response. and i'll wake up in the middle of the night and see it and like completely you know int- intend to respond in the morning and then just never do it so uh, I've that's my whole life yeah i've definitely known people in the past i feel you but uh hell yeah i'm glad to have you finally on uh, it was uh, nice to meet you this is hardcore as well but yeah absolutely i was like oh there he is i know him <laughs> oh yeah but uh which, of course you were super busy like running sound and stuff or uh which you were doing the sunny stuff right uh there yeah. oh yeah.
0: yep but yeah no i've been working with sunny for ooh, i think the first year that i jumped into that was 2011 so oh, i had yeah. com- tried to convince him for the year two years prior i was like dude let me come in there and record this and make you mixes and then you could put it on the video and i was like you can up your user experience like tenfold and yeah. he wasn't really into it at first but then finally I broke him down and we did it the first year and we haven't been able to go back since he's like, just kind of stuck with me now. So it's uh 12, 13 years of doing it. There's been a lot of work, but it's also been really worth it. Fuck him. So
1: you fly out to all the stuff that he records or.
0: I'm not going to say I fly out to all the stuff. I fly out to the stuff that he thinks that I should be at. No, So sorry. like this year I went to LDB fest, which was in Kentucky I went to um, L.A. with him recently to cover Indecision Records Fest, their 30th anniversary. And then we just did uh, This Is Hardcore. Uh, The next thing up is I think we're doing a couple shows covering Unbroken. So they're going to play Philadelphia and maybe a few other spots. And I'll probably jump in on a few of those. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I definitely feel you on that. Some of the venues are so small that I am sure with his high quality mic, he could pick shit up fine. He doesn't need he no, yeah, no reason for you to fly all the way out to like Albuquerque, you know, Arizona yeah. for just a cool ass show. But oh
0: yeah. yeah, and I mean, I am not going to go somewhere for just like a single one off show unless like they're really like interested in having that kind of treatment. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, these venues now have digital consoles, so if you have a digital console and you've got a laptop, he could just. Multi track it himself, yeah, but yeah. sometimes you want to make sure that you have the most high quality option, so that's when I get the call.
1: Oh, yeah, that's awesome! And then, of course, uh, you know, you've been running your own studio with Landmine Studios for a while. Do you want to shout that out and you know, let people know if they want to, uh, you know, try to book studio time if there's any way to do that and stuff?
0: Well, <sighs> I don't do promotion, that's the thing with Landmine Studios. Okay. I actually have like a regular nine to five job, so I uh do landmine by word of mouth only now you're listening to me and you can hear my mouth if you'd like to come record you <laughs> can certainly hit me up I'm on on uh instagram at landmine studios uh and you know i'm always looking to do something new uh i do focus heavily on like mashi hardcore and beat down etc but i would love to get into doing things outside of that so yep. if you've got a rock and roll band or you got a ska band you want to come through i'm all on board with this let's let's just have some fun and make some magic uh one of the key things with landmine is that i don't focus on making michael bay level record productions i actually am more interested in making classical like classic records where things don't necessarily sound like they're made in 2023 I'd rather them sound like they were made in like 1999 because I feel like that's like the the golden era of like heavy recordings where everybody still had their own thing it's not just the same samples and the same guitar tones like everything sounds different all the time and I like to just like make a piece of art that the band can stick with but i'll make whatever you want you're paying me money where let's do it like if yeah. you want of a, like, a new production then let's get a new production but oh, yeah. you know i just i just like that fun
1: no i know exactly what you mean uh there's there was definitely a huge i mean there still is but there definitely was like a huge gap where every single band sounded exactly this like you could just you could have convinced me that one person recorded all these bands and then just a vocal you know the vocalist yep. came in for other shit so. just a
0: new vocalist. that they're all using the same drum samples it's all programmed and like the guitars are perfect to a grid and it's easy to just chop and splice and there's like no character to some of this this stuff out there not saying that there are bands where i absolutely want that so mashuga yeah fear factory like there are bands that it makes sense to have this like absolute tightness even harm's way like i think that their style really lends them to having a super tight production yeah. but then there are other bands out there where i'm just like i don't know if you really needed to be that tight you actually needed to play it with like some feeling but whatever doesn't matter it's not my art to say it's just not what i'm um really focused on
1: nothing it's like you like you said it's a. Uh... Uh, art is objective so it's one of those things where it's like uh you're not hating on that stuff so that's just not your shtick type thing
0: right it's just not like my focus like if you were gonna if you came and actually like look at my record collection or the playback list from what i'm listening to it doesn't have like any of those bands on it because it's just not my thing yeah. but i'm not hating on it like honestly <clears throat> one of my favorite bands to see live right now is knock loose yeah like on record It's so tight, and the production is so crazy. I I get where they're going, but the magic for me is watching them live. Watching them live is a whole different animal, and it's just got so much energy, and it's just so good. Like, You probably wouldn't catch me listening to it like just driving my car, but if you were like, hey, Knock Loose is playing next door, I'd be like, yo, let's go next door and watch this, because it's going to be great
1: yeah no i can definitely see that too especially the difference like uh and you know as somebody that does listen to them you know uh not as regular that's a, and that's a thing as i can say kind of uh lends into exactly what you're saying is like i don't listen to them as regularly as i used to because their stuff got more like crisp and clean as it went on so like uh that first like uh ep the gospel or whatever it was called uh, uh right. pop pop culture i think was like little bit raw sounding and stuff so i was like really into that but as it went on and got crisper it's like uh, i still really enjoy seeing them live because they still feel like that band alive uh it's just uh on the albums sometimes it's it's like they'll get a one through listen and i'll really enjoy that listen but i just don't return to it as much because of that reason so
0: right i mean you've heard everything that you're gonna hear there's nothing hidden there's no little tiny mistakes like have you ever listened to like Let's just say Guns N' Roses, that whole Appetite for Destruction record. Yeah. There are so many little tiny mistakes. If you put on a pair of headphones and just like chill and listen to the record, just like minor note inconveniences, like minor timing things, and like they all make up the magic that is that record. Oh, yeah. And records these days, everybody is like editing so deep and everything is so perfect, there really aren't a lot of mistakes out there. And it just, I don't know, when I listen to it, it just feels like dance music yeah, with guitars. But that's just me. I, I mean, kids these days, that's what they expect. So what my preference is, is just not what these young kids preferences and doesn't make it right or wrong. It just makes it something that I'm not interested in.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely feel you for sure. Hell yeah. And then, of course, you mentioned that you do the uh, Upgrade podcast with Gary uh, yep. got I know you guys kind of just do it when you get uh, the time zone and stuff. Do you guys have anything come up with that? or
0: we? All right. So, like, two weeks ago, my one of my new bands was playing, and he came out to see us because we were playing not too far from his house. Oh. And uh, we were talking about it, and we both agree we need to, like, get back on a schedule. Um, life has just been crazy lately, uh, you know, like, between work kicking up and being really busy because when we started it we started at the beginning of the uh, beginning of COVID and everybody's home and like we didn't have anything else to do but sit in the house so you know two hours a week shooting the shit on the internet was a great idea but now we're all busy plus his job is kicked up my job is kicked up it's just you know it's hard to find dedicated time to do this that isn't like the middle of the day yeah so, uh, but we talked about it and we're planning to do a couple more episodes sometime soon. We do have two or three recorded that I just need to edit, but he needs to write the write up for me to edit them so yeah. that so I'm just kind of waiting for for my edits, like my, my, my map of where my edits should be. And then, yeah. uh, you know, those will come out and then, uh, you know, we're going to shoot a couple more and see where we go. But I mean, we're not done. We're just kind of taking it easy right now.
1: Oh yeah. now and I've noticed he's been filling in bass for a lot of bands as well. As you mentioned, uh you, you said you got a new band that is that you're talking about one that you play in or one that you recorded?
0: Uh I'm playing in two new bands right now. Um yeah. one is more like punk based, like fast. Uh I would say it's close to uh like a propaganda type sound. Oh yeah. And then the other one's like more of like a heavy, like drop tuned influenced by you know, late '90s, or early 2000s, hardcore stuff, metalcore, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, so one band, the fast band, is called Born Tired, uh, and the other band is called Fail You. Oh, yeah. Um, so Born Tired has members from Nora, Shayhalude, Swashbuckle, and a uh smaller but fairly well known band in New Jersey, uh, called Low End Theory. So it's the combination of us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun because we're not we don't have a lot of ego. Everybody yeah. in the band has just been doing the thing that we've done for years, and we're just happy to be playing together. Um, and then the other band failure. We're just kind of just getting started, playing our first show, and it's uh it's going really well. It's just a group of friends. We actually have just a big group chat, and somehow that just evolved into being in a band together. Oh, it's yeah. been funny. And uh yeah, I mean it's like we we would be going into band band practice and we'll be like the chat's gonna be dead for the next two hours because all cause five of the seven of us in the chat are in band practice. So we're not like talking.
1: Yeah.
0: It's one of those things. And we would probably get canceled if that chat chat came out.
1: Oh <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome that uh, you know, it just kind of became like like you said, it makes it easy to just enjoy it when it becomes almost like uh just a thing to do to hang out, you know, like a reason to hang out type thing.
0: Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, at this point with music and just life in general, I'm forty, I'm gonna be forty-seven this year. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to be making money making music. That's not the reason why I'm doing it. I'm doing it to keep me sane. I'm doing it to see my friends and just have a reason to get out of the house and like do something other than edit music. Like it's just a, a source of uh fun and yeah. and anything beyond that is just actually gravy. Like if we get to play shows great, if we don't great, I don't care.
1: Yeah. No, hell yeah. No, I agree hundred percent. I don't play anything currently, but that's the only reason like I kind of have the itch to play every now and then it's just because of like the enjoyment of jumping on the stage. I don't know if I'd want to even do anything that would be more than just a one-off show and then back to just not playing anything again. Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, we, so born tired has been playing a couple shows we played over on Saturday, but like one of the things we agreed on was, we're not going to go looking for tons of shows, yeah. and we're not going to drive more than two, maybe three hours for a show, oh, in yeah. any direction because we we're not we're not trying to tour. Yeah, we're just trying to have fun. So if it becomes a job or something more than just like, hey, somebody offered us something that seems like fun, let's go do it. We're not doing it because it's just not. In the cards, where we all have too many things going on.
1: Yeah. No, at that point, it's outgrown. It's, uh, uh, well, I guess Outstate is welcome more than anything for you guys yep. if it starts. Yeah. Hell yeah. But, um, uh, anything else you want to uh, mention or shout out before we jump into the horror movies?
0: Uh, no, no, we can talk about horror movies.
1: Oh, yeah. I love but, horror movies. <laughs> I know your favorite's a uh, Halloween three, right? Is this yeah.
0: Song? Oh, Jesus. That's <laughs> on my list here to tell John Ren to suck my whole dick. So, John Ren, kiss my ass. Uh, Halloween three does not mean I have a small penis.
1: Him and Phil, uh, uh, we recorded our monthly episode earlier this week and I told him I was jumping on with you because I shouted, uh, you guys out for linking me up with Ren. And then, right. uh, So then, uh, Phil said something about knowing you guys and like the Halloween three thing. So he was uh, saying he was gonna hop in in the middle of a conversation and be like, fuck you, and then leave.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I look the first time I saw Halloween three my dad was watching it in the living room and I don't know, I guess I was probably like seven and I'm watching it and he's like trying to get me scared. And I'm like, dude, dude, at seven, I'm not scared of this movie. Like, I don't know what you're doing, but this movie is not scary. So then fast forward like 10 years and my friends are like, yo, we're going to watch Halloween three. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch it. And then I'm watching it, and I've already seen Halloween 1 and 2 at this point, and I'm, like, super in love with those. And I'm like, yo, this movie is still dog shit. Like, I thought it was dog shit when I was 7. It's dog shit now at 17. Like, this is really bad. I don't know what you guys think. I mean, that song that's in the movie, the fucking... Dude, no. So absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking bad. Like, I get that there are movies that are bad and they're so bad that they come all the way back around to being good. But this one doesn't make it all the way back around for me. <laughs> it just like it just falls off the cliff and there is no like upswing.
1: It's better than Halloween one, in my opinion. I don't know.
0: I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> That's not even possible.
1: No, I don't think it's better, but I enjoy it more just because it's so fucking wacky. But see, I got. I even brought the three masks out for you. Actually, I, got I, I, out of the I see them back there.
0: I see them back there. Trust me. I saw
1: them.
0: Uh, you better watch out. They're going to like melt your brain.
1: Right. My kid always asks to put them on. I'm like, not today. No, no Not <laughs> today. Not today.
0: Not today. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, look, is it the worst movie ever made? No, I've seen a, a lot of way worse movies than that. But yeah. for me, being in the Halloween canon, they realized, as did I, that it really didn't have a place based on how they set up Halloween one and two. Yeah. If two hadn't been the movie that it was, then three would have made more sense, yeah. but to go Halloween one and two and then call season of the witch, they could have just called the movie season of the witch. And I might've actually liked it a lot more, but it's because they labeled it Halloween and it doesn't, include the michael myers lore and i know that there wasn't necessarily the thing that they were focused on um but they quickly realized and went right back to it on halloween four so it's the i don't know it's like the sore thumb in the in the series and i just i don't know i just can't i can't get down with it
1: No, I definitely feel that. That's one thing that I think helps my love for it is the fact that I didn't even watch it as a kid, like because because I already like somebody was like, oh, doesn't have Michael Myers, don't even worry about it. So it's always just like saw scenes here and there never really paid it like a full attention so then i you know didn't give it my full attention until mid-20s so i watched it as like a campy movie no one you know was full expectations of no michael myers and stuff so uh, i think if i would have saw it as a kid with you know because i had right. seen halloween one and stuff as a kid as well so uh and i really loved it and stuff so if i would have seen it then i probably definitely would have had some hate towards it but uh nowadays it's just one of those like cult classic type feels you know what i mean like uh
0: yeah, I mean, you got to put, put it, put yourself in my shoes. Yeah. At, you know, so what what year did that come out? 80, 83?
1: It, yeah, I was about to say it was either 83 so, or 84.
0: So, so I was like seven, eight years old, as I said. And like, I knew into watching horror movies at that point, but I knew immediately that this was not it. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I was scared to death of um fucking Jason. Oh yeah. And I was scared to death of Freddy at that time. But this movie didn't scare me at all. You know what I mean? <laughs> so for me to put it in the horror genre and then, like really feel it, it just it's just really it's not no. Nope. Oh, sorry.
1: You're like, I want to wear those whack ass masks anyways. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much.
0: I'm not really a dress up kind of guy anyhow. Mm-hmm. i was the guy that was rolling around at halloween uh you know just in my t-shirt and jeans like yo give me some candy yeah. just give me the candy i don't this is a stick up give me the candy
1: <laughs> put like oh, a piece of uh, yeah. thick blood on your face like oh i'm cut oh, this one,
0: <laughs> but, oh, one yeah. time i just put on a trench coat i was just like do you want me to open the coat or not give
1: me the candy <laughs> <laughs> like inspector gadget just robbed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Uh but now you kind of uh you know for like I mentioned earlier usually my first question is you know what was your relationship with horror movies growing up you you kind of mentioned watching this one you know with your dad and stuff was that you know kind of you know how you got introduced to horror movies growing up and did you uh would you say you were always a fan or were you kind of like scared of them when you were younger and you know became a fan as you got older type thing
0: Dude I'm, I I was scared as balls so my actual first interview and in, like introduction to horror movies I was I think around the same age around 7 yeah. uh and my Aunt, who's like two or three years older than me was babysitting me i know but this is the early 80s yeah and like things were different i you know a nine-year-old babysitting a seven-year-old is probably not gonna wash right now yeah. but
1: i'll say but even in the, then, late nin- like, yeah, even the late 90s i was staying home by myself at like nine or ten so i feel you on that shit. right <laughs> yeah. but
0: back then it was like kind of normal anyway we stayed home on MLK Day. It was well, like one of the first times that they had a, like uh, the MLK um, holiday, yeah. and we decided to watch Toby Hooper's Funhouse. Oh shit! <laughs> and I I had never watched a horror movie before, and you know we're watching it and I'm laughing along, and we're like making fun of the movie because there's like the the monster that does all the drooling and all that stuff under the thing, and I'm like. You know, afterwards we're eating soup and like we're making the drool out of the soup with the the noodles, and I'm thinking it's all funny. Well, my ass gets home at night, and I wow. can't even get in the fucking bed because I'm like the monsters under the fucking bed. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I was scared of horror movies initially. Yeah, but uh, the first time I watched a horror movie alone was like just alone alone. I was probably eleven. And I was just sitting around. My mom was out Um, and it was like two in the morning and Psycho came on. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to watch Psycho. Oh. And I'm like watching it. And I'm like, all right, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Everything's great. This is a great movie. And then we get to the end and the fucking chair turns around. Yeah. And I fucking I was like all the lights in the house. Turn them on. Like, I'm not <laughs> sleeping the night. This is some bullshit. Like, I am fucking scared. I'm, my, my whole dick fell off right now. I'm so scared. <laughs> but um, no, it's like that was like I started when I was lo- really young and it scared me. Yeah. And then by the time I was 11, I was like ready. And then after Psycho, I just started watching like every horror movie I could find oh. and, uh, you know, watch The Exorcist. And, I, you know, you could just follow it all the way through. There pretty much isn't a a series that i didn't touch the only one i didn't love and i know this is going to be sacrilege was hellraiser i just it's like it's okay yeah but i don't think it's as fun as the rest i will say that pinhead has the best one-liners though
1: yeah no i agree with uh hellraiser being one of the weakest franchises overall for sure the first two movies are super strong but they're not fun at all they're like definitely like super uh um, kind of mean you know in a way yeah with the other villains that come into play not necessarily even pinhead just like Julie shit and dr ternard and uh but then uh and then three is like the the if all of them were like three they would be fun and just you know full of one-liners exactly like, uh just you know uh sex scenes and stuff like that and you know everything that people pretty much expect from hellraiser but after that they just became like uh it's
0: just it's every- a, a farce at that point after that
1: yeah, I think pretty much everything after that was scripts that weren't even supposed to be Hellraiser movies that were forced to be Hellraiser. They just
0: movies. make it, make yeah. it be. Fuck it.
1: But no, and I definitely feel you with Funhouse. That's one that it's it would be easy to laugh at when you're like yelling and looking at it for the first time. But then when you're in bed, picturing Gunther's face or whatever, uh yep. by yourself, it's like that shit's no longer funny. It's like...
0: This shit is not funny. I'm fucking dying right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and my I... mom, my mom actually called my grandmother and was like, "Yo, tell." lori never again yeah. she's never watching him alone again this is this is just not
1: happening yeah she's like i don't know how many nights of uh him being in the bed we got now because of, the, because of
0: yeah yeah okay. exactly it was bad
1: but i had the same kind of ex- that's kind of how my uh horror movie like love of horror movies went it's like i was too terrified to watch them as a kid you know after seeing like scenes of stuff and like i have I would think like interview with a vampire scared me, you know, just cause vampires and stuff. And I was like little, little. And then um, after that uh, it was like the same way I was still scared of them, but I grew like a love for being scared. And then as you just keep watching them, you stop being scared. You still love them. So you just keep going and stuff like that. But with the, uh, you know, you mentioned a few, like the fun house and psycho. And uh, you know, we've we talked about how you like Halloween one and two and stuff. Uh, would you say that any of those are like favorites or favorite of all time material?
0: So that I wanted to point out. So I've got a classics list. Time. and a newer and a newer's list. So, on Perfect. my classics list, Halloween 1 and 2 is like my favorite because I see them even though they are two separate movies technically as one extended movie because yeah. you can't have two without one. And mm-hmm. and 2 really kind of wraps up 1. So, I'm just counting them. Then Psycho is on my list. I realized that 7 is not necessarily a horror movie. Yeah. But it's on my list because I, I, I'm I think horror. it's fucking amazing. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's like, dude, if you don't have that on your list, I don't know if you like horror movies. <laughs> like literally, you should be embarrassed if you look. They say you like horror movies and you don't like the original TCM. Yeah, and then my last one is Ringo the japanese ring i mean i'm i know you know it but for anybody listening that doesn't know the the ring that came out in the u.s was good it's okay it's watchable but the original japanese version is fucking gritty and it's fucking scary and the graphics are like they they're so good considering how little money they had to make it it's, yeah. it's like so believable and samara coming out of the fucking well dude uh bro oh uh, jesus yeah. fucking christ i was that was one of the movies there's only one other movie and it's on my new newer list that like really made me feel uncomfortable and it was ringu and then this other movie that i'll talk about in a little bit
1: fuck yeah no that's definitely one that uh i'm with you it's when i was younger i saw the remake first or yeah the remake first and you know was scared to death because i think i was maybe 12 or 13 when it came out and then uh mm-hmm. so a few years later when i was like actual horror fan i went back and watched ringu and i was like uh and i'd already watched the ring again you know too at that age and i just uh the ring itself didn't feel like it held up like it wasn't bad it just kind of just felt like it was moved very slow and there was like a lot of lulls in it and stuff but ringu is fucking still terrifying to this day and like uh you know like moved way quicker and stuff like that so
0: like so in around that time so i was like 2004ish i guess or 2002 3 yeah um there was a mall over across the river in 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 like just outside of philadelphia that they had a stand that was focused on just selling like asian horror movies whether it's oh, like J- japan or korea or China or wherever like they just were stocked up so yeah. I would just go over there every other week and buy a new movie based on what the cover looked like and what was like said so I do have an honorable mention movie that didn't make the list but if I could go to be on top five it'd probably be on there but anyway that's where I found Ringu but I had already seen the American Ring and yes the American Ring is, is, is a perfectly fine movie and yeah. as you said, it doesn't really hold up if, if you've seen the Japanese version. Like you watch the Japanese version, and then you go back and watch the American version, and you're just like, "Man, we watered that shit down." Yeah, like definitely... the, the Japanese version is just frightening.
1: Oh yeah, no, I definitely agree. What's the uh, honorable mention one? A Tale
0: of Two Sisters.
1: Oh fuck yeah! No, that's a great. That's a sure.
0: fucking great movie, and the fact that nobody's remade it is great for me as well because yeah. even if they did remake it they changed it enough that i don't notice that it's a remake
1: yeah no i know exactly what you mean it's one of those where they like uh uh i was just talking about it actually this is one that me and Ren were just talking about recently because we were talking about i saw the devil and that let us down talking about like other asian films and stuff like that and mm-hmm. um so he brought up tale of two sisters being his favorite like asian horror film of all time so of course we talked about how it's, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> we so we talked about how it's uh, uh, but how like it gets the remake treatment. Like that movie, The Uninvited, was a remake, but like it changed it and didn't really call itself a remake and stuff. It got like uh, how Due Date was a remake of plane trains and automobiles. It's like, right. you know, just didn't call itself that to kind of uh separate itself, but no, I definitely it, agree with him.
0: I have no problem with taking the lore of something and making it your own and doing something new with it and not calling it that. Yeah, except for one spot which one hunger games the fact that they do not reference battle royale at yeah. all but it is clearly like they watched Battle royale and they're like all right we're going to make a new movie that's going to be just like this but just a little different yeah for the hogwarts
1: crowd pretty much
0: they're right like, yeah right and i'm like dude come on you could have at least given us one throwback to not like a little nod like so that the rest of us that are watching this aren't just like I know what's going to happen here and like everybody else was like how would you know that I'm like dude come on yeah come on
1: now even with like neck bands or something like that I don't know yeah I mean,
0: something would have been just a little something
1: yeah or like have that uh that little creature thing from the movie that likes. uh yes blows up yeah yes yeah
0: hell yeah but uh, um so what are you what are your your top top par movies I mean I would assume looking at your wall sleep away camp
1: no, actually, my top five, yeah, as I say, Scream is my favorite of all time, but that's because it was, like, the one that kind of turned my love of horror from being scared of them to being just, like, into them, mm-hmm. and um, so Scream, Nightmare on Elm is my second favorite. Uh, my third favorite is actually a newer one, uh, which is uh, Hereditary. I really okay. like Hereditary, and then um, my four and five are, like, more for, like, their fun reasons. I really love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, I feel like that one's fun as shit, and then... Uh, <laughs>
0: Dude, Dennis Hopper in that movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs>
1: And he's fucking just like uh, chainsawing the shit out of the piece of shit. Yeah, dude's fucking (laughs) insane. (laughs) The guy's like behind him, like licking his lips, being all weird and shit. (laughs) But, uh, and then Reanimator is my number five again because it's just fucking insane. Like, uh... right. But uh, if you've never seen Reanimator, I highly recommend that one. I don't know if that might be one. I
0: I saw it, but I don't remember it like fully off the top of my head. I'll have to watch it again.
1: Yeah, it's fucking, got some wild shit. But uh, what was your uh, newer five?
0: So Hereditary. I think it's actually probably the best. Newer horror movie that has come out at all, like yeah. it is absolutely frightening. The twist in the end is fucking ridiculous, dude. The scene where she cuts her head off with the fucking piano wire, oh my god, yeah. Like I was just blown away by that that movie. I watched that one in the theater. I actually saw it with Ren, and we did like a talk on it, like right after because he had that show that he used to do.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: the Conjuring. I think okay. that in the style of doing an old school horror movie, that's one of the ones because it it reminds me of how I felt watching the Amityville movies back in the day. It's not exactly the same and it's clearly not the same story, yeah. but I think they captured the essence of making a horror movie in that movie.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely uh, agree 100%. It's, got, it's like the first one to have like an old school haunted feel in a long time. That wasn't just like uh, a Shyamalan twist type movie or something. Right, like that, so.
0: exactly. Like, is it the greatest movie at all? No,
1: by any stretch, not.
0: But I think that they did what I want to see out of a horror movie, whereas a lot of these other horror movies don't really capture it right. Yeah. Uh I did love Bird Box. Um uh, yeah. I, I waited a long time to watch Bird Box. Everybody else was talking about it for I probably didn't watch it until last year, to be yeah. honest. Like I was just sitting around like oh, I'm fucking watching that. And then I watched it and I was like, oh no, I get it. This movie is actually fucking sick. Yeah. Like the idea that you can't actually like look at anything, otherwise you will kill yourself. You're out of here. Now, yeah. like, yo, that is a fucking scary proposition.
1: Yeah. And especially with like a uh, it, one thing that definitely lends into it is, you know, getting somebody so strong like Sandra Bullock to lead that film was yep. definitely a perfect idea. It, so. They
0: had to get somebody that could. Yeah. Um, the Babadook.
1: Fuck yeah. That's a great one.
0: Perfect casting of a child that would drive you insane. It's like watching Damien and the Omen. Like just yeah. the kid just from like, Cougar, Cougar, fucking... kid from Cujo, was just like they captured the thing that made those other movies like perfect, even though they weren't very good movies, yeah. was that the there was like something scary and the kid wanted you wanted to kill the kid because the kid was so fucking annoying. I was like, yeah. This is a great movie. But I did actually like the like the the topic of the Bab- Babadook. It was it was actually a pretty good movie. Yeah. And then
1: it's got, like, uh, definitely such underlying meanings that uh, definitely hit hard, especially, like, on rewatches and stuff. Plus, the first time you see the Babadook, I gotta admit, the first time I saw it was fuck yeah, when fuck. Fucking when he, like,
0: creepy. Flutters in and creepy. shit. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, what is up?
1: It was like... It's like uh,
0: Beetlejuice if Beetlejuice was scary.
1: Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. I can see that 100%. Um,
0: and then my last one is actually a combo, just like the other one, X and Pearl. I okay, think yeah. that they capture that like campy semi-slasher flick thing just just right in those two movies together yeah. so uh those those are the ones that i i enjoy i will end up re-watching over and over again like if you it's like the the thing where you're changing the channel yeah
1: you're like oh x is on i'll watch that yeah no i 100 agree pearl is my favorite movie of last year and x was like I, we did the top you know our top 10 and i think x was my number three and it Go was ahead. only because the barbarian was my number two or whatever but uh, i loved barbarian but i don't know if i could watch it again yeah no it's not the same experience for sure it's only fun to watch like show it to somebody that you know like knows nothing about it so you can see right. them react because like i went uh with my wife and one of her friends we went out of town to uh a show like not so long ago it was like last month and then uh her friend hadn't seen barbarian so we talked her into watching it and the whole time just trying to go what the fuck is just like it was the best
0: dude show. the first time you see the barbarian in fucking i was like what is going on right now
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> no fucking same i was in a the theater with like nothing but it, I because people kept posting about it they were like don't uh, read up anything? Just go see this movie. So I went out like my next day off at like noon and saw it. And there was like maybe twelve fucking like uh old ass white people that came in. Like that you could tell we like out on like a triple <laughs> date or something like that, you know. And they right. just came and sat like I sat actually lower just because I was like I knew that it would be probably less likely to have anybody around me just so I can enjoy it and stuff. And um, because I was like, if it it's more annoying when there's just one you and one other person right next to each other than when it's full of people. So right. I was like, uh, especially because it's a Cinema Cafe. But either way, that's the point. But uh. The best part was when that part happened, just hearing them all behind me, like, literally gasping in unison, like, because they're like, you could tell they just picked a movie like, oh, this looks cool. You know, like, they, they don't watch it like that on the regular. So, dude,
0: the concept of that movie, I loved because, like, you could rent a house like now. It, it's just kind of like real poignant to be like, oh, I'm going to rent this Airbnb. I'm going to show up and there's fucking somebody else in my Airbnb. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No, I would never rent one by myself for that fucking reason right there. <laughs> and then on top of it, you're renting it and you show up and the whole neighborhood is dead. Yep. Like, yo, I roll up and the whole neighborhood is empty except for this one house. I'm out. I'm telling you right now, I'm out. I'm not. I'm not in. Yep. And it's all based on this movie. Like that movie is so fucked up that it has ruined the idea of renting an Airbnb, especially if I get there and it's fucking empty neighborhood. No, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely anyway. not.
1: Especially the next day, like she, she, uh, like they kind of make it seem like she couldn't see at night. Which, right, that's, that's the only thing about the movie is that they made it seem like she couldn't see. But I'm like, she had to be looking for that address, so she had to be like kind of looking at the houses. But, uh, that's like the only downside of the whole movie to me is that part. But, uh, other than that, it's like the next day when she sees that shit, that would have been my cue to be like, all right, yeah, yeah but I'm, all right, I'm gonna so. put
0: my, <laughs> I'm gonna put myself uh, back in my car, and I am out of here. This is not nope.
1: Especially after having the meet, and I would have just come back and got not. my shit.
0: Yeah. Yep. Got to go. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. But now nah, and then, uh, but just yeah, to, uh, reiterate about X and Pro. I've rewatched those more than anything that came out last year. For like, I've probably watched both of them at least around four or five times each, just because I bought them and then uh, showing people and then just why not type thing, throwing them on when I'm doing other stuff like laundry or this and that. So,
0: I mean, I know that they intentionally tied them together really tightly. But, I mean, I, I really think that they did a great job of doing it. It didn't feel too forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they did X, and then they're like, oh, we've got another story here. Let's tell that story. And they did a really good job of telling that story.
1: Yeah, and keeping, like, a different vibe for it, too. That's, yeah, uh, it's
0: different. Yeah. But, but same, same enough, but different.
1: And then of course they're topping off the trilogy with Maxine from and uh, I had the cinematographer on which I was looking at Spotify earlier and it wasn't the episode wasn't showing up it was being weird so I got to check on that but um uh, I had that cinematographer on that did X Pearl and Maxine and he was telling me that. The vibe for Maxine is very De Palma meets, like, Giallo and stuff like that. You know, like, okay. Art and so on and stuff. So, right. I'm excited to hear that that's even, you know, even another different vibe. You know, like, still gritty and old school looking, but in a different, you know, style. So, I'm excited to see what that plays out as. Is that done or did that get swallowed up by the writer's block? No, that's done and it's A24. So, uh, so. Um, they're not part of the AMPTP or whatever. So, okay. uh, they should be able to move forward uh, perfectly fine. So
0: That's a, that's a positive. Because, like... Not to change uh, subjects or directions, I saw a trailer. Stranger Things isn't coming out until twenty twenty seven, or maybe even later than that. These kids are going to be thirty. Yeah, that's what I saw too. I'm like, dude, it's too late. Like, you guys dragged your feet too fucking hard. By the time you're going to do this, like, eleven's going to have two babies. Like, what's going to
1: go? Like, what's going on right now? Yeah. Now, and then with all the other stuff that they have booked as well, like that might push it, like you said, might push it back even more because, you know, she's booked up for Enola Holmes and, yeah. you know, all the other stuff that like uh the, the uh, Mike kid, he does a lot of shit. The one that's in like uh, the it movies and stuff like that.
0: Yep. And he was in uh, Ghostbusters, which yeah. I just watched the newest Ghostbusters recently. And it was actually not bad. Like, yeah, real talk. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2 are kind of terrible movies. <laughs> so this movie was like right in the same same range i was like oh, this is not a bad movie at all it's fine i'm not saying that i don't love ghostbusters and ghostbusters 2 because i do but yeah. in reality they're
1: not very good movies nothing they fit in with the campy movies like right. uh, like the burbs and shit like that like yep you yeah, the burbs is great though yeah that's what i mean is like i did not even say anything bad about the burbs it's like i could, couldn't say anything bad about it i just uh but it's one of those that it's like uh I feel like sometimes people look at Ghostbusters more seriously than they look at like uh, the Burbs or even Nothing But Trouble or some shit like that. Oh, you know? Nothing or, But Trouble is so good. Where he's like like almost dark comedies, uh, yeah, and stuff like that. So, yes, yeah,
0: yeah. I think they're they're all great movies. Yeah, no,
1: hell yeah. But uh, and then uh, towards the like back end of the show, I like to ask you know like pretty much just a few hypothetical questions, and then the you know the one about the horror story and stuff, and uh, usually it's just two hypothetical ones. Uh, Since you are a musician, you know, and a producer and stuff, would you ever want to score a horror movie? And, you know, if given the option, what kind of subgenre would you want to do? Whether it's a slasher, you know, zombie film or uh, Supernatural and stuff like that.
0: If I was going to do one, it'd have to be a slasher film. And sure, I would love to do it. Um, But I'd want to be involved from the beginning so that I could really get the vibe right. Because there's sparse scoring. Yeah. There's something more carpenter-esque or there's like that newer style where there's music everywhere. yeah. And I'd want to make sure that I got the right vibe. And for me, like mentally, it would probably be more of a carpenter vibe, but it would depend on what the subject of the movie was and, you know, what the other people were looking for out of it. But if it was just up to me, I'd have my keyboard out.
1: Fuck yeah. No, that would definitely be like the funnest one to try to do, because especially because you're like, it's like a way of uh like, that's one of the funnest things to do with music, in my opinion, just period, is like when you're like, when you start a band, you're like, who do who do we want to sound like? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you exactly. Favorite bands, it's like same thing with scoring. It's like, let's go with John Carpenter. Like, why not is it, yeah. to me, it would either be John Carpenter or I'd want to try to do a goblin score and like get a band together and like, you know, do some prog rock type
0: shit or something. So, Maybe but. even an elfman meets Carpenter. That would be nice. Oh, like, yeah. like quirky, a yeah, yeah, like whimsical, quirky, but also like
1: ominous at the same time. Oh, yeah, like way more sensey, um, you know what I mean? Because, like, he doesn't, Elfman really doesn't use a lot of sense. No, of like he doesn't, more constru- yeah, more crystal constru- shit. So.
0: but like, just that noise in Halloween, the do 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 when like he's like setting the stage, like something's about to happen, yeah. and then he hits the, the low note. Doo-doo. I'm like, yo, yeah this shit's about to pop off right now and like that's what i would want to do is like be able to set the stage for people to know immediately like curious moment scary's coming death is upon you yeah
1: i know exactly what you mean just like in the like the good reference halloween as well the scene where uh um tommy doyle's getting bullied and he runs away or like one of the kids runs away and like runs into michael myers and it and makes it, that like, uh, grrr, noise like, yeah like growls at you it's like that shouldn't let you know that like that dude's not fucking just a random adult yeah. that's michael myers you know
0: this is the, the you just literally met the devil that's yeah.
1: that's that noise no hell yeah that'd be the, some of the funnest shit to come up with there's there's little cues and like just very like dissonant sound and shit so but oh, um yeah. the uh And then my second hypothetical question, you know, is, you know, like you said, both your bands are mostly for fun and stuff, but, you know, this is also just hypothetical and for fun as well. So if somebody approached you and wanted you guys to make a music video for one of your uh, songs, you know, you don't have to pick that or anything, but uh, they wanted it to be a remake of one of your favorite horror movies just made into a music video featuring you and the guys, uh, what horror movie would you choose? And, you know, how would you remake it into a music video? I
0: would do Leprechaun because it just seems like the most silly nonsense and I would have it just be completely ab- absurd and yeah. and like com- totally ridiculous uh and if somebody's giving me money i want to actually spend some money it wouldn't take much money to get like a, a michael myers mask but it might take some money to make a goddamn leprechaun so yeah. let's like get the money let's have some fun it like i think that's one i would go with for sure
1: okay yeah. now i even have a, a little idea for you, you could have a. Uh... Uh, like, say, say you're getting your van worked on before you guys go on tour or something, and the, the guy, like, the night before, the Leprechaun visits the guy and, like, threatens him for his coins. So <laughs> he stashes the coins in y'all's van, and you take off without knowing, and then as the, lepre- the Leprechaun starts killing you guys, you start realizing he's like, you got his gold and shit like that.
0: As long as the Leprechaun is John Wren, we're good.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he's little. right? <laughs> we wouldn't have to just uh, be very slight camera tricks. But yeah. <laughs> Just no, a he's... few
0: angles and a little green paint.
1: We're good. Now he's definitely gonna double down on the small dick energy next time. But <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But uh no, and that would that one's one I've that's never been an answer, but it would be like easy to do a campy fun music yeah, it'd video. It would just with, be you know? silly. Like you
0: know. I think of it as in like it would be great from like a municipal waste tile video, you know what I mean? Like it can't yeah. be just completely silly. Uh, nod to that
1: oh yeah no ex- exactly perfect style but and then of course like i said my final question is do you have a horror story of your own and you know it could be something that was just scary shit that happened to you in your personal life or uh you were more than going to share a paranormal story if you're a believer in that type of stuff
0: so when i was 16 i was going to visit the colleges my mom and me went out and went up to massachusetts and we decided hey we'll go over to Cooperstown. And check out the Baseball Hall of Fame, since we're already up this way. We stopped at the Basketball Hall of Fame while we were in Massachusetts. We're going to hit the Baseball Hall of Fame and then come home. Oh, yeah. So we drive over to from Massachusetts to New York, but my mom decided she didn't want to drive on the highway. She was like, I'm going to drive back roads. Yeah. It's, it's, straighter, it's a straighter line instead of driving down and back up took four hours longer than just driving down and back up because <laughs> train crossings, accidents, etc. Yeah. So we got to town late. Our hotel was canceled. And this is back in the early 90s. So there was no cell phones. Yeah. there All there were were pay phones on the side of the road. Like, you know, we didn't have smartphones. None of that shit existed. So we had to drive around town and look for a place to stay. Yeah. We finally found the most, the, the only place that had a room. It was this big house that had like a back diner in another building in a large parking lot. And yeah. it was like a house where you could rent a room, but it wasn't like an apartment. It was just a room in their house. So it was like a boarding house type deal. It like was bed like and a, bright, yeah, a bed and breakfast type deal.
1: Yeah.
0: We go in. My mom goes in gets the gets the room. it's late it's like 8 30 9 o'clock but back then that's late like not now but then yeah and she's like place is kind of weird but whatever so we go in and all and our room is attached to their actual portion of the house so like we are sharing a bathroom with these creepy people (laughs) and like one of the guys is missing an arm the other guy's missing a leg and like the mother is kind of like creepy and like her face is not, I mean, it was real Texas chainsaw massacre like type type situation. So neither one of us slept all night, just like laying there staring at the ceiling, like noises. And then like, I woke up at some point, I guess. And like one of the guys is like standing inside of our doorway what like, oh, like it was the. Fu- I'm like, dude, you need to get out of here. And like, my mom is freaking out at six in the morning. We're both awake and dressed, and yeah. she's like, <laughs> "We're like, we got to go." And they're like, "You're not going to come get the free breakfast." And my mom's like, "Absolutely not." Yeah. And it was just like the scariest night of my entire life. And I mean, we look back now and we laugh at it because we're still alive. Yeah, but. As we're loading our, tr- our, our 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 car, the people who checked in at the same time as us are also loading their car, like, f- 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 throwing bags in. Because they were like, yo, we can't stay here. This is not, no, absolutely yeah. not. Out of here. Got to go. They're about so, to feed you
1: all the past yeah, residents of the, like, yeah, that room much, the fucking breakfast. <laughs>
0: yeah. Pretty much. I was like, no, absolutely. And so, yeah, that was the scariest horror movie moment of my life yeah I mean, just outside true. of cooperstown i'll send you a picture of the i think i could find it on the internet i'll, I'll send you a picture of the, the 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 horrible location
1: hell yeah no definitely uh post it on the uh this episode will be the first one to drop in october so once it comes out i'll drop that on the instagram as well uh, it's,
0: it's a perfect time TV. too <laughs>
1: but uh Oh, yeah, no, that's creepy as fuck. I definitely would have done the same thing. I've, I've only had one experience like that where we went to record with uh, way back in the day. We went to record with Jamie Cheek or not. Okay. Jamie, not Jamie Cheek, Jamie King, the guy that does like uh, between the pair me and stuff like yep, that. Yep. And um, we went to we started at a hotel and uh, the first one we went into literally well it wasn't like uh like I said, it was just a bad experience of staying somewhere. It wasn't like a similar experience in the creepy people but we went in and immediately there was literally roaches everywhere like on the ceilings, oh. in the microwave and stuff so we got all of our money back like our one friend that was a little bit more like uh you know well off as far as parents go called his mom and did a little bit of like uh mom can we get a little bit more money like we saved yes. up for this but we had to like refund and blah blah, blah. so she helped us out once she found out that there was pretty much roaches in the microwave but it was like
0: <laughs> when descent was still doing stuff we had gone somewhere and we rented a hotel. And we did it kind of like on the internet. And when we got there, it was just like basically one of those fuck motels on the side of the road. Yeah. And like it didn't have carpet. It was just like like shitty vinyl plank flooring. The tub was stained. The toilet was like semi-cracked. I yeah. walked in, I was like, I was like, you guys can stay here if you want to, but there's a Hampton Inn on the other side of the fence. Yeah. I'm going there. I'm going to walk there right now. <laughs> I was like, you guys can stay here if you want, but I'm going there. And everybody in my band was like, if you're going there, can I stay in your room? I was like, you're still chipping in. I'm getting the fucking bed, bitch. I don't give a shit. This yeah. is, I'm done with this bullshit. Um, but Departed decided they were going to just stay in the shitty motel. I was like, good luck, guys. I'm not doing this one.
1: <laughs> Next thing you know, one of them was like, yeah, I have hepatitis. Just... <laughs> yeah, pretty
0: much. I, I have i have crabs i have bed bugs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like, you're like i got everything that'd be a itchy last leg of tour for sure <laughs> but... it's like it's like when you go to the fucking casino seven 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 now i got the jackpot i got it all yeah
1: oh yeah but when well, i mean i appreciate you for coming on the show is uh awesome to finally link up you know after yeah, up.
0: absolutely dude and it was good to see you in it just like in person Definitely. um at this hardware. Just you know I, I know that I'm a little harried while I'm working these things, but it's always good to see people just in general yeah. um, because, you know, we don't get out a lot. We're old now.
1: Yeah. No, this is my first time to Philly in a while. It's probably. Be, well, I mean, of course, I plan to try to come up again. I, I think I might try to hit up. Uh, of course, I don't know anything about the lineup yet, but depending on the lineup and then if Ren's going, I might try to hit up the holiday jam. So um, yeah. I'm, i might be up again but of course with this is hardcore i was there for sunday but i was only like to go to sunday but i was only there for saturday sunday so you were working though so that's why i like uh we didn't reach out to try to hang out and do anything else because you were busy all weekend and then i was gone by monday so
0: no big deal next time
1: no definitely but not in the same here it's good to see you, even though like uh like you said he you know, was busy and just trying to get shit done and stuff but yeah, oh, yeah absolutely man. but uh i'll link up with you again uh soon like when this comes out and stuff like that maybe make sure to get that picture from you if uh haven't yeah i'll try
0: and send it today
1: oh yeah man i appreciate it it was fun chatting with you enjoy the rest of your you day too, dude. you too and as usual i just want to say thanks again for listening and make sure you check back next week because i'll be joined by the one and only andy petrolongo of the band all out war don't forget about horror movie trivia on october 25th for all updates on that as well as the podcast go follow me on facebook instagram and x i always call it twitter i think i even did it in the intro thank you guys again so much for listening if you'd like to sign up for the patreon the link is in the description thanks again and stay safe